we go. Don't forget the know-it-all quiz coming up. You get a chance to get on the air. Who knows? Get a whole box of Bite Me cookies. Teeny Tiny working on that right now. Plus all the letters that are pouring in. Oh, 530. That's right. No, cookies. Cookies. Thank you. There we go. Uh, you can send Joe, Joe Mama, a text and say something interesting about yourself in that text. Joe you Mama. can find yourself on the radio. one 973 Play the know-it-all quiz. Ooh, it is a winter wonderland here in the Clum, Sherry. Winter wonderland. Snow very just pretty. keeps coming. Oh, very pretty. Getting a little sick of it. But, um... Who am I to shake my fist? My King Lear? Blow winds, crack cankers and calluses. <laughs> Don't make me do that. Uh, Mitch McConnell uh, decides he's going to step down. He's going to finish out the term, and that's going to be it for him. He's been serving since 1977. He first went to Washington, served with Johnson administration. He's won every time out of Kentucky. He's a great tactician. His problem is that uh, he stood up against Donald Trump, and then he had a hard time. Uh, recruiting senators and really just ended up kind of just sticking up the place at the end. He couldn't keep everybody together, and you could tell he's just getting tired. And uh, there's, of course, the great video that people made uh, wonderful hay with last year where he just sort of seated, froze, just sort of standing, staring there. They said he had like a mini stroke or something. We knew he had fallen at Reagan National Airport and had uh, been concussed. And then the doctor said he was okay, but obviously at the age, what is he, 82 or something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's um, his time is up and over, so he will step out, but not before this bizarre headline. Mitch McConnell's sister-in-law's death is upgraded from an accident to we think someone might have murdered her. And this this is right in your bailiwick, Sherry, because it's it, a murder. It, it's it's true. And it's speaking of the super rich, she is one of them. Her name is Angela Chow, and she's the mm-hmm. sister of Mitch McConnell's wife. They found her dead after being pulled out of a car that had gone into a pond mm-hmm. at a private ranch in Johnson City, mm-hmm. Texas. Yes. Now, the ranch was, they said it was owned by a corporate entity tied mm-hmm. to her husband, Jim Breyer. Now, Jim Breyer is part owner of the Celtics. Yes. Yeah. So they said they have to investigate this as a criminal matter until mm-hmm. they can rule out that it that it isn't. So you know, this is a woman who's like fifty. Uh, did she have a medical problem? Did she have? Uh, was she placed there in the car? She was in a car submerged, and mm-hmm. that's how she died. They think, um, but they're not saying that it's natural causes yet. But at first, they thought it was, and then they changed mm-hmm. the tune a little bit? Yeah, I think everybody assumed it was, because why would this woman get murdered? There's just no connection to anybody that would want to harm her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, when Mitch married his wife, and then she was the Secretary of Transportation, he became quite rich because when his mother-in-law passed left i think like 26 million dollars or something to mitch and his wife um so that's you got a bunch of money people oh where do you get all the money he's making 195 thousand dollars uh but that's where that money came from so who knows could be foul play but i'm sure you'll be on that one and be watching that one very carefully as you watch all of these murder stories 
Yeah, no doubt they're they are very wealthy people. She also has two degrees from Harvard, uh-huh. and um, I mean she's a titan of industry. So I mean she's very very well connected. They don't say where her husband was that night or mm. any other details. Oh, I see. Was she in the car or was she in the trunk of a car? <laughs> she was in the car. Okay, in the fine. car. Got it. Okay. Uh, Mitch kicking out at 82, leaving, and that brings up uh, some people are starting to say, you know what, maybe maybe you should look more closely at having sort of an age restriction. At a certain point, you got to go, right? Because we see it more and more. I found this as a phone call from 1971. This is Richard Nixon uh, talking with Justice Chief uh, Berger. Um, and he's, well, here's the, here's the, Nixon seems somewhat surprised. I guess he was sending out birthday cards or something. I think one of the problems in the Congress, I was looking over a list here of our Republicans, and good God, I mean, we've got people over 70 that I hadn't realized. I mean, Les Aarons, Bill Wood, and all, and so forth. They're too old. They're too old. You know what I mean? Understand, I think I think you could, frankly, in a court, I think you can serve, say, to 75, because there, it's a different kind of a thing. But the pace is different. But, but as a Congress, I think you got, I think the House and the Senate, you ought to be out of there. 70 because you know that's a murderous thing down there that's the big reform that needs to be had over there it's, it's just yep. getting some figures yeah. and guys right. in their 40s nobody should run for the house if he's over 40 because he can't mount anything run for the first time i mean no. and nobody should run for the senate if he's over 50 for the first time no. now there you see because you could you've got to you've got to be in so you can serve 20 years whoa so no one should run for the house if they're over 40 for the first time for the first be- time. Because then he's saying you have to be able to serve 20 years and then you'll be 60 and that's too old, too. I mean, th- these are keep in mind, this was in this like what, 70, 1971, yeah, 71 life expectancy was shorter then sure. and, and people just didn't live as long. And so 70 what today is no big deal. 70 then was 85 today. Right. So he's right. saying. You know, don't don't uh, don't start running when you're 50 years old. It would they'd have a hard time, I'm assuming, getting this thing passed because a lot of those guys are old and they would not want to vote themselves out. Because once you get that job, you don't want to lose that job. It's the same way. Oh, you know, let's how about term limits. Yeah, good luck. For that would you'd have to change the constitution for term limits. You'd have to get all the states to sign off on this as well. That would be a much harder push to get that rock to stay up the hill. But on this one. People, were, people, you can see it, right? You can see Joe Biden, and you think to yourself, really? You want somebody that old running for president? Um, and Donald Trump being 77 years old? So people get a hard look at it. Or maybe when people are voting, the problem is that 85% of the time the incumbent wins. So the guy's 70 years old, runs again, like Mitch never lost out of Kentucky. So you'd have a hard time kicking him out, and these guys probably don't want to vote themselves out of anything. So... Um, but American people would certainly demand it, but that wouldn't do much to get those guys to get off their rear ends and do anything. Because once you get that job, you don't want to leave that job. No, and so they did this study 10 years ago. Ten of the most populous countries only had one leader that was 70 or older, and that was India. Now eight of them, of the biggest countries, have leaders that are over 70 years old. And Indonesia and Pakistan are going to hold elections. If these guys win, the ones that they think are going to win, all 10 countries will have leaders over 70 years old. 
They think the reason is in part because it's so expensive to run yeah. a campaign now. A really young person just doesn't have any of those long-term investments with with sponsors and things like that, where the older people have been working with these same corporations or same fundraisers forever. So right. they can keep raising the money. A younger person's going to have a lot harder of a time doing that. Right, because you think about what the job entails to go get the job, right? So you've got to basically leave your job and then travel all around the state and do every single rubber chicken dinner and shake hands. And you're out on the stump throughout, you know, for 100 and some days or 200 and some days. Where's the money coming from? Like, how are you paying the bills back home? That's why you get a lot of lawyers that will run or you sometimes somebody used to be self-funded or um, they have enough money sort of tucked away that they're able to sort of leave the job, whatever the job is. Maybe they've retired early. They hit it big. They got the money and they're out there, you know, working the stump. But that's why you really even when it's serving locally. You know, they can make like thirty six or thirty eight thousand dollars a year in Olympia, 60 days or 100 days, depending on what uh, the uh but the work is being done. Well, say to your boss, I got to leave my job for 60 days or leave my job. It's sometimes they go into emergency sessions and it goes much longer. Well, it's like, who's going to let you leave for 100 days? Oh, I'm going to leave. I need to take some time off. 100 days. Your boss <laughs> yeah. will be like, what? Right? So you get either, um, I think it was Dino Rossi, a funny story he told me one time. He said, um, you get the people that think $35,000 a year is a lot of money. So for them, it's like, Oof, I'm going to get that job. I'm going to, you know, serve in the House or the Senate in Washington because I'd like 35000 right? So for those guys, I'm going to do that. So you get a lot of you can get a lot of farmers over on the east side that are able to turn over the, the running, the daily running of the farms um, to family or to uh, employees. But then on the west side, what were you doing that you could leave your job? Uh, and how important were you to that job that you could leave for 100 and some days? Well, unless you have somebody like Vivek Ramaswamy, who was an independent, um, you know, he he was independently wealthy at a very young age. Right. So if you've got that kind of, you know, if you've got your own deep pockets through your family or something like that, then it, then it'll work. But otherwise, you're right. How does somebody take a break from their life, not have a job, and pursue this political career with no money? Very and and half of it is just selling yourself. To people to to fundraise isn't so, isn't the cost job. the cost of admission part of the problem with politics in this country? I mean, somebody was telling me that in the UK you have like there's a certain window you have like three or six months to run campaigns. You can only spend like sixty thousand dollars. Right. So right. That's right. So it's a it's a limited window. You, the things that go on for two years, you don't need to raise. You can't. You don't have to raise as much money because you have a smaller one. Yeah, and they basically just all in and that's it. Right. Um, it, there might be a different structure as to how much advertising you have to do for it, but if they were to shorten that window, then you could only raise, you know, a certain amount of money and that would be it. Well, that's not really fair. I don't, I think there were probably some constrictions coming from the Constitution. You would still be able to, you know, raise funds because people would still be able to give you money towards something. But that would be great. Yeah. You know, it was the Dino Rossi, when he ran against Kim Schreier, I think it was against Kim Schreier. Yeah. It was the most expensive race they ever had in Washington. I think Rossi raised like $23 million and Kim Schreier raised $28 million or more. So I think it's numbers off the top of my head if I remember them. Well, that's a lot of money. 
just to That's just to pick somebody. Money. Yeah, that's just to crazy. get somebody in there, and of course, money's going to come from out of state because everybody wants to pour the money in. Listen, TV stations and radio stations would hate that if you try to restrict it because man, they they're a fat city coming up, big big rolls of money pouring into Cairo and to King and Como. You start to see all these ads start to roll in there, so. Oh yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it just means less chances for us to to enjoy the cars for kids spot. <laughs> hey, Sherry, you'll be happy to know that the stripper bill of rights has passed and is now going to be sitting on Inslee's desk. It's going to get a, it's going to get a lap dance over there. Uh, just waiting for the signature. Big news! Yep. Big this news! On Monday, they had a big rally, complete with a stripper pole. And strippers doing their little thing uh, right out in front of the <laughs> – <laughs> nice. and it passed. Uh, it passed – as it was uh, Senate Bill 6105. It passed 29 to 20. Um, and here's what they got. Uh, security guards at all the clubs, coded keypads for dressing rooms, sexual harassment training for all employees. That just seems a little – I don't know. Um it should be for the maybe the patrons too, and panic buttons. Uh-huh. So this this paves the way now for plus liquor. plus alcohol, right? Well, no, not yet. That hasn't happened okay. yet, but it it paves the way for it. Um, they what they oh one last minute amendment though is that they they got rid of those remember those lewd conduct laws where they went into right. a gay club and people got upset yeah, about yep, it. Yep, they yeah. at the last minute they added that, so that's gone too. And. Okay. Washington State is the only state in the country that doesn't allow alcohol in strip clubs. Yeah, it's been around since the 70s or something like that. In Portland, our sister city in Portland, I think per capita has more strip clubs than any other city. Okay, Joe, calm down. (laughs) Confirmed. Oh, so you are a regular? No, I'm not. I've actually yeah. never been to a strip club in Portland, but I just happen to know that yes, it's frequently touted as having the most strip clubs per capita. Mm-hmm. Well, we have like 14 in the whole state, or something. Well, because you go in there and spend 15 bucks on a drink and a RC cola or something. Right. Like it just that. makes it, it makes it so much creepier for some reason. I- <laughs> <laughs> I know it's depressing anyway, but then when yeah. you, if, I mean, at least if you're drunk, you can kind of go, oh, I was drunk. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, or it's like a social gathering, you know, you got to yeah. have a party at a club or whatever. Right. Oh, sad. They think this bill is going to shut down a few of those 16 because it's expensive to get some of these things put into place, to have a security guard hired, to have this, you know, a security system with the buzzers. Well, they'll make it so, up with alcohol. See, that's right. the thing. These, yeah. these strip clubs, the reason they don't make any money is because, you know, they can't sell any alcohol. See, so walk in there on a, you know, Wednesday night, a rainy, cold Wednesday night, there's like two guys sitting there. Well, and, and a big part of the problem. Sucking down a sprite yeah they said that then this is part of the reason they needed this bill of rights because what what patrons would do is like binge drink before they went in so they drink you know they take like 10 shots before walking through the door they walk in they seem okay and then 20 minutes later they're blackout drunk and falling all over themselves and just being an idiot so this Mm. will actually it'll it'll help in a numerous way yeah because they'll yeah. never show up drunk if they sell alcohol. Well, I mean. <laughs> well, it's different, Sherry. At least the guy that's running the strip club makes some of the money. Okay. There's a place called um, Mini Bar and Go-Go, I think it's called. It's, if it's still there, it's on I-90 out near Missoula. 
or Fred's Bar and Go Go. Fred's Bar and Go Go, <laughs> and it it should be they should be call it Fred's. It should be called Stretch Marks because that Ay. is, ay ay, wow. I was driving a Sturgis on my motorcycle, riding a Sturgis, and it was like, let's stop off at Fred's. <laughs> yeah. uh, guys, it's, it's quarter of 10 in the morning. Yeah, let's go in. That's the good shift, right? Oh. <laughs> and that's where I got into a bar fight, Sherry. Oh, did you win? I have a small scar right here on my lip. Right uh, well, how'd the other guy look? Sh- uh, stunned when I accidentally punched myself in the face to cut my lip with my own wedding ring. Wow, that's a tease. <laughs> that's still... It's unnecessary. <laughs> well, we don't know the whole story for once. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. So, <laughs> so tell the story. How did it happen? Uh, I have time. It's a- It is the John Kelly Sherry Elliger Show. You are listening to it. You're writing to us at MyNorthwest.com, although Andrew says no one does. Still standing by that, Andrew? Uh, not really. Mm, oh, backing off. No, I'm backing oh, off. Oh, yeah. man of your convictions. And then also the Monkosu Casino text line one 973 uh, Teeny's in charge of that. She gets all the letters. Plus, she's going to get those oh, cookies. The first one. All right. All right, Kate Stone. That's me. What's still alive? What's dead? What's moving forward? Oh, How man. much money are they going to take from man, us now? We got a week nah. left. And I, I tell you, I need a vacation because there's a lot happening. All right. Here we go. Let's, Here we go. Let's start. Here we go. We'll dive in. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the bills that started in the Senate have to pass the House by today, or if they started in the House, they have to pass the Senate by today. So, we got to get all this organized, essentially. Mm-hmm. And these bills are pretty much anything that doesn't have to do with the budget, anything that has to do with initiatives, that kind of stuff. We still got some time on. We got a whole week. But anything else, just the sort of, you know, run of the mill stuff, the smelt, for example, the license mm-hmm. to smelt, uh, that has to be done by today. And they have to pass the opposite house and then they will go to the floor. So okay. we got to move this process along, essentially. Now, there are a few measures in each the House and the Senate that are still alive that Republicans had a media availability yesterday that they said they are particularly concerned about or keeping an eye on, shall we say. So Senate Republican leader John Braun said Mm -hmm. he is gearing up for a big debate on a couple of measures. One of them is this. Oh, one second. That's all right. Thank you, Andrew. Mr. Braun. Technical difficulties. Allow striking workers to access unemployment insurance and let everybody else pay for it. That's a fundamentally unfair bill. So it would allow people that go on strike to get unemployment benefits from the state. So that's Uh something that Senate Republicans are very against. And that measure is still alive, so it's gearing up for a potential fight. Now, another one is the what some are calling the natural gas ban. What it really is is a bill that is championed by the governor, actually, but it would remove in Puget Sound Energy's requirement to provide natural gas. So right now, if you're a natural gas customer and you yeah. say, Puget Sound Energy, I would like natural gas. 
in almost every case, they have to legally provide that to you. That law has been in place since 1911. Mm-hmm. This would remove that from their obligation, and they could, in certain circumstances, provide you with an alternative, uh, electrification or some other type of alternative resource, if it's considered to be more cost-effective for them. Now, Senator Braun, other Republicans have said this is going to essentially cause big problems across the state. It's a big deal that's going to make Washington more expensive for regular Washingtonians who are already struggling. And the reason he says that is because he believes, and other critics of this believe, that Puget Sound Energy is paying increased costs from the climate laws, not just the Climate Commitment Act, but other state climate laws, and that they are passing those costs on to the consumers. They're mm-hmm. actually recently, Puget Sound Energy just put forth a rate hike proposal. A lot of people don't actually know about this, but the average customer would get about $8 of rate hikes starting right. in, I well, believe, it 2026. Go, it has to go before the commission to right. approve the rate exactly. hike. Exactly, yeah. okay. yes. Okay. But yeah. it, it's a significant jump. And if you're actually a natural gas customer, you're looking at 14 around 14 to $15 of rate right. hikes. But that's kind mm-hmm. of a separate issue. This one would just help Puget Sound Energy essentially move away from providing natural gas service. Mm-hmm. Now, Because it's so bad. Right. So that bill had a hearing <laughs> today. and may, may I just interject at one point? Please. Whenever I drive by the giant windmills here in uh, Ellensburg or out through Montana. Do you Don Quixote and, it? Oh. With the I horse those, and the it's sword? Easy. It, well, it's easy because they're not moving. So I just flip them off. I'm like, there they are. That's There's your alternative power right there doing absolutely nothing. Modern Don Quixote. Thank you. Move yeah. on. Um, I love my Don Quixote jokes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so what was interesting about the natural gas hearing is the bill is still in committee, and it's not quite stalled out. It's still moving. But the D- Lieutenant Governor Denny Heck, who's actually the president of the Senate, he was overseeing this hearing, which went on for about two hours, by the way. But this was a very interesting quote that he had at the very end there. There is no other way of saying this clearly. The president is troubled as he observes that the drafting and construction of this bill is very simply a hot mess. Now, he's not saying that necessarily because of the content of the bill. He's saying it because this bill conflicts with a lot of other laws that are already there. It doesn't clarify which laws it's actually changing. So he essentially Mm -hmm. said, look, you got to go back to the drawing board on this one. You got to rewrite this bill. It doesn't make any sense. And time is of the essence here. So lawmakers have to really scramble to kind of rewrite and reamend this bill, have it heard again, and then it has to go to the floor. So it definitely is a setback for the bill's sponsors and sort of some good news for those who oppose it and want to keep natural gas service. And this is all right. gearing up to the fact that there's actually going to be a hearing uh, in front of a, a judge next week, it was supposed to be today, on the energy codes that are being put forth by the the state council. Mm-hmm. And they're very similar to this natural gas bill in that they remove they kind of steer away from natural gas and towards electrification. And the building uh, association of Washington, so a lot of developers are actually suing, saying that it is constitutionally illegal to do that well so, the problem is you're you're, you're starting to, to to encroach onto people's religion well and I, i'm talking about green energy religion well the and, climate yeah. change religion and that's they don't want to know they don't want to look at really the hard numbers of what it costs everybody they want to go to 
you know, zero by what, 2040, 2050 or something like that. So, you know, we'll pay for it now, but in the end, we'll have uh, all sorts of great free energy. Well, and, and, and what the critics of this are arguing is that it's not a one size fits all sort of thing because Mm -hmm. what works in Thurston County doesn't necessarily work in Seattle, doesn't necessarily work in Bellingham. I mean, they're saying that, you know, natural gas, electrification is just not feasible in some areas, especially rural areas. And therefore, it's going to leave people quite literally out in the cold, is their argument. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, Are you prepared to talk about all of the initiatives and where all I'm prepared to talk about anything you like, John. Here we go. Number 2113. This Mm -hmm. is police pursuit. Police pursuit. Police pursuit. Yes. It has passed out of both House and Senate committees. It is gearing up for a floor fight next week. And here's what's interesting about this one. Some lawmakers on the Senate committee particularly seem to have had a change of heart on the current laws. You may remember Senator Monka Dingra. She was one of the proponents of restricting police chases. She's actually the chair of the Senate Law and Justice Committee. She, right. blo- she blocked an attempt to right. loosen the restrictions last year. It died out of committee, but then it was brought back in the 11th hour and passed, and that one loosened the 2021 law. So the 2021 law condensed when police can can pursue. The right. law last year loosened it up, but said only in certain situations, in DUIs, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Now, Monka Dingra today in the committee voted yes on this initiative to roll oh. it completely back to pre-2021. Ah, maybe she looked at data that she maybe she looked at data that she was ignoring uh, in, last year. You know, she um, was remarkably quiet during the hearing. She did oh, not. It, she did not say reality much. Reality came up and bit her in the rear end. So good. That's right. Good she that didn't one. say anything, Kate. She didn't. She. She. she, didn't, she I didn't mean, acknowledge she, the switch or the. No. Know, the, she oversaw the the hearing, but it was relatively short, and she didn't say anything. Other Democrats did. Uh, Senator Yasmin Trudeau of Tacoma said danger to innocent bystanders is getting lost in this debate. She cited some examples of people that were killed by yeah. you know fleeing drivers who were fleeing police, but the police right. didn't the, have. The total, the the total number Cause. is 20. The total number from the last uh, data I saw was 27. It was four a year. Right. Four but, a year. But the number of people killed on the highways has increased and the number of people driving away from police has increased as well. But one thing important to note before we before we wrap up is that uh-huh. local jurisdictions can still enact their own policies. Many yes, of them do. Tacoma does, for example. I mean, many of these, it's not just like free reign to go chase anyone at 200 miles an hour. They still have rules and laws. It's just not a statewide blanket standard for everyone. Right. We'll just have to let the criminals know because th- more than 3,000 outran police last year. Um, all right, Kate. I'll keep an eye on it. Enjoy your vacation two weeks from now. Thank you. I I will. I will. I'll still be here, but it'll be like a vacation in my mind. (laughs) Well, we'll have to have you on for that. There she goes. Hi, Kate. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. I know. I owe you questions for the know-it-all quiz. She's trying to write them right there. It takes me back to being in grade school again, doing my book reports in the back of the bus. <laughs> those days. This is actually early for you, if we're being honest. I know. I thank you very much. Drew Barrymore and Christina Aguilera. 
Wasn't she the one that was like licking donuts and then putting them back on the shelf? Wasn't that her? Was that Christina Aguilera? I think so. I, I, I don't think so. Why would she? Joe, Joe, look, Google ate that one. On it. Uh, pop star licking donuts, putting back. I think it was her. Anyway, she um, has other, if it is her, she Ariana has Ariana Grande. Oh, it was grande. I can't keep those. Two I straight. love donuts so much. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Sherry. Well, apparently, uh, so these two gals, Drew Barrymore and Christina Aguilar, um, they highly recommend that you participate in, in this activity. Number two, are you a member of the Mile High Club? Yes. Me too. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> 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 How much longer is it? Oh my god! How much longer is that screaming going on? <laughs> what? Why? Were people in first class able to hear that screaming too? By the way, you have to be. You know, it feels different. We spend a lot of time on planes. What do you know? We got to figure it out. Like, doesn't it feel wild? It's not. It's not the same. If you're curious, like, why are people doing it? I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. Elevation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels different. Mm -hmm. I can't recommend it more. Sorry, <laughs> FAA. It, bring some playground. I'm too. telling you. I was like, <laughs> what? Long plane ride. It did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it helps if you're a movie star and you probably fly on private planes. Yeah, a would, lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not yeah. even sure. How people accomplish this? That's for people a, who on... stay in airport lounges. No, 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 no. <laughs> they, they have to be flying private. There's no way. Yeah, I, I, you couldn't do this on a regular flight. People do. How? How? Bathrooms? Yes, bathrooms. I have well, to in ask. the aisle, Sherry. Okay. Either one of you? It... Yay, nay? No. no. God, okay. no. God, no. God. Oh. <laughs> Joe? No, no, of course okay. not. No, because they won't let me, you know, light one of my Yankee candles that I like, the <laughs> lavender <laughs> sandalwood. Sandal. Just can't possibly set the mood on an airplane. <laughs> putting a <the> big, <laughs> putting their big red... You know, Yankee candle there on the, yeah, the big small little the, the sink. big mason yeah. jar kind. Yeah, <laughs> that's safe. Oh, Christmas delight. <sighs> <laughs> God, disgusting. So there's another example of the you know, the you know the, the super the rich with their yeah the elite flying around in the bathroom. Okay, I have a question for you. If you were to mm. fly private. Right, and you you yes. knew maybe this wouldn't you mean happen. When I do fly private, <laughs> <laughs> and you thought this is probably it, I'm not going to get to do this again. Would you, would you make a, a an effort to do it then, just to for bragging rights? To say that I you say you did it. Am mm. I the only one? I mean, there's like obviously, am I the only one in the plane? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's up to you. No, I mean as well, but Nick. I don't know. I mean, you, you got the jet to yourself. The cabin, the, the 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 crew is locked off. It's just the two of you. You doing it? Oh yeah, sure. Okay. If it's because it, if it, I but I think I'm assuming on those planes the bathrooms are even smaller. I don't know. It's not anything. You know, once you've once you've enjoyed the 
wonderful ocean breezes in Sicily. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were, I thought you were going to say once you enjoy the Yankee Candle experience, yeah. it's hard to recreate that. <laughs> oh, I got to think it's an aphrodisiac. Since <laughs> like since that thing that lights up, I'm whoa, look out. Um I have a couple of friends of mine that are very well off. I'd say to this one woman, Nan, I said, well, how do you, because she was just so, I just couldn't stand anything with those masks. I said, well, how do you ever, like, get around not having to wear the mask at the airport? She's like, oh, honey, I don't like commercial. It's like, oh. Oh. Must well, be nice. Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. It's your own private jet. I had an auction I had to do one time, and they, their people were so rich. They One of the items was 10 hours of net jet, right? Net jet, private jet. 10 hours, five hours out, five hours back. It holds 12 people or something like that. Start the bidding at 3000 Nobody bids on it. Doesn't sell. I said to this guy at the end of the auction, why didn't anybody buy the net jet thing? And what does he say? People are afraid it's not safe? No. <laughs> Oh, they have their own jets. We we, we all have our own jets. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. They're rich and different from you. That we wouldn't even think of that. You and me. Yes. Yeah, that's true. But I did sell a lot of Yankee candles that night.